0: Mother Nature is angry
1: and we are just getting the first taste of her anger. Coast to coast catastrophe that is designed, I believe, to send a message. And whether that message is intentional or not, there is a message being sent. We are trashing our planet and there are consequences. There is hell to pay. And my heart goes out to all the human beings and all the animals, domesticated and wildlife, who are suffering as a result of these coast to coast catastrophes. Most recently, of course, the Malibu fires. I am here with Simone Reyes. We were in the midst of the Malibu fires doing animal rescue, uh, just being out there trying to help. And let me tell you, when those fires move, They move quickly. And here's what I want to talk about today. Do we want to get a handle on this crisis? Or do we want to keep doing the same exact thing and then being victims? There is another way. There is a better way. When people talk about climate change, they talk about the Paris Climate Change Accords. They talk about transportation. They talk about... Methane. But one thing they don't talk about is the second, according to some leading cause, some say it's the primary leading cause of climate change, and that is animal agriculture. That's what we're going to talk about today. 74 billion animals being raised in horrific conditions, animals who are just like little Rico here, who eat almost 40 times what they produce as meat. We are giving the planet a buzz cut to create cattle land and to grow crops, to feed all those animals. We're only 7.6 billion humans. Simone Reyes, you were there, you saw the devastation of the fire. If you could say one thing to the people here about what we need to do as a society to save ourselves from, this is just an appetizer people, it's going to get a lot worse to save ourselves from ecological collapse within a decade. What would you tell them?
2: It's obvious. Go vegan. What we saw yesterday and the day before was horrific, and there is absolutely no excuse for it. It is you know, like the memes that everybody puts up. Oh, you know, um, what is the definition of, of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. We know now what is happening to Mother Nature. We know that what we put in our mouths is creating worldwide disasters. We are only the trench workers, you know, literally trying to put out fires. And here we are having, um, you know, billions of, of animals being raised in the worst possible conditions with the most misery. And then what are we doing? It's making us sick. It's destroying the planet. And now it is creating the worst climate change disaster so that when a fire breaks out, it is not easily contained. California is burning. Just yesterday, we had uh, evacuations in Topanga. This, um, we are at the mercy of the winds, of the Santa Ana winds out here. And now we have a situation that is only, some, some say 5% contained, some say 10%. We're going on days now and fires are breaking out all over the place. And the solution is obviously to have a plant-based diet. That is number one. And, you know, we have so many people incredible people risking their lives. We risked our lives to go out there yesterday and the day before. And everybody says, Oh my God, we want the animals to be saved. But the problem (laughs) is, is even some of those rescuers are still after a long day of breathing in the worst kind of smoke are going home and having a burger. It makes no sense. So, I mean, we can talk until we're blue in the face, but it's obvious. Turn on the news. It is because of animal agriculture that we are in this disaster zone
1: right now. We have a call. Mick Davoudian, uh, you are in Northern California. What is your question or thought? Mick Davoudian.
3: Hi, Jane. Hi, Simone. I'm actually in Dallas, Texas right now attending a conference. But, yes, I live in California. You know, thank you to the heroes on the ground to, uh, who went out and put their own lives on the line literally many times. I know Lisa Carlin, you, Simone, I know several others were involved um, to save um, many animals from sanctuaries as well as pets. Um, I'll tell you, personally, any time there's a situation involving animals in need, I'm motivated to get involved because let's face it, animals are like children in that they can't advocate for themselves. Um, The difference is that almost everyone finds great empathy for children and many towards animals, but only very few towards animals deemed to be farm or food animals. And if you look at studies, they consistently show that adults refer to themselves for the most part as animal lovers. But these people jump to help in when it's a dog or a cat or other pet species arbitrarily deemed worthy of our love and care yet we will in an instant turn a blind eye when we're asking for help involving cows, pigs, or other so-called farm animals. Um, and, of course, we understand why this is, right? For those, of, uh, for those, rather, who haven't aligned their values with their own actions and still continue to consume animals, be it food, wearing leather, fur, etc. it's obviously very difficult for them to jump in and provide assistance to help them um, say, a cow or a pig or a chicken, when they know very well that their own daily actions, sometimes three times a day, in what they eat and what they wear, directly contributes to the suffering of the same species of animals elsewhere, right? So, really, the most convenient thing for them at the moment is to quickly pretend they don't hear, they didn't see the Facebook post, they didn't get the call, they didn't get the test, and turn a blind eye, as I said earlier, um... And actually, in in some cases, they come out swinging at those of us who don't differentiate between species of animals, right? Or humans, for that matter. Uh, We think all animals, including humans, are the same. Um, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you a rather difficult prime example, albeit a bit extreme, but I received uh, several hate messages in the past 24 hours after I put my own phone number on social media asking for help evacuating some pigs that were stuck in the path of a fire coming in Malibu. And if it's okay with you, I'll just read. um, Let's keep
1: names out of it for legal reasons. We don't want any names. This is a bigger issue than any
3: individual. Absolutely it is. I'm not naming names at all. This is somebody I do not know. Here's what the text reads. Hey, you crazy ass vegan. Since I don't know, since I know you don't eat meat, save me some of that extra crispy bacon when you find your piggy. Yeah. Well, so look, that, we are, yeah, we that are message committed. alone speaks volumes, right? In the challenge the animal liberation movement and we face. So I think, frankly, this is why those of us who are in the trenches and day in day out dealing with this uh, disconnect, it's upon us to make friends family and neighbors, allies of us, and convince them that they don't want to be on the wrong side of history, and that if they aren't vegan, they are part of the, are, they're continuing to be part of the problem.
1: Mick Davoudian, you are a hero for the animals. You are always there whenever, and you are evolved. You realize there's no real difference between this pig and a dog and while people will lavish billions of dollars collectively on these animals and call themselves animal lovers, they're participating in the worst torture and killing in terms of numbers and in terms of severity in the history of humankind. We are the cruelest culture to animals bar none ever. And it's only getting worse as the number of people increases and Here's the thing. You can wake somebody up who is asleep, but you can't wake somebody up who is pretending to be asleep. America Absolutely. and the Western world is pretending to be asleep on this issue. You can talk to a feminist and they will talk to you about their work for feminism. And then when you say, well, you know, um, there's a commonality. And I just had this conversation, just had this conversation with someone. Uh, Uh, there's a commonality between uh, feminism and animal rights, shut down, completely 100% shut down. And then I proceeded to say, you know, gently, none of these animals in these factory farms are making love. They're all raped. End of conversation. End of conversation. So what happened to the phrase rape is rape? Um, If this is the ultimate violation of the sacred feminine where we are mass-producing billions, 74 billion animals to kill them most as babies after ripping them away from their mothers, while we're running around as a society calling ourselves animal lovers and hiring the poorest of the poor who have no choice in what job, that very little choice in what job they're going to take, and there's a 30% or, or more turnover in, in slaughterhouses And and let them do the killing while we say we're animal lovers. And if you challenge anybody on it, you're the bad guy. You're the crazy person. There is nothing to be proud of when you are well-adjusted to a sick society. That is nothing to be proud of. And we are a sick society. And as they say, the chickens are coming home to roost. And... I'll give you an example. We've got somebody, the reason you heard dogs barking, we've got somebody who just returned from uh, the Carolinas doing rescue, and she'll be able to tell you what she saw on the ground. But I'll tell you one thing. In the wake of Hurricane Florence, where approximately, and it could be more than this, three and a half million so-called factory farm animals were abandoned in warehouses to die, And a news conference was held in Wilmington, North Carolina, to say, we don't want these concentrated animal feeding organizations or operations called CAFOs, concentrated animal feeding operations, to be restocked. Uh, And the news media came and they recorded the news conference and they never aired it. But when I went online to see what they were airing, they were airing a barbecue for the victims of Hurricane Florence. We're on now with Dr. Reese Halter, who is a noted conservation biologist and author. Very honored to have Dr. Reese Halter joining us now. Dr. Halter, what do you have to say about the blindness that people have, even in the wake of losing their homes and their livelihoods, to at least the second leading cause of, a, of climate change, animal agriculture, arguably, possibly the leading cause. Dr. Halter, are you on? All right, we'll get back to him.
4: Here is, is the disconnect. Uh, and yes, um, first of all, uh, and, and it's frustrating in all fields, because how can anyone honestly say that they're working in the environment movement and eat animals. That's the first thing. The second thing is you're 110% correct. Animal agriculture contributes more climate-destroying greenhouse gases directly than the entire global transportation sector. And, and animal agriculture is contributing... To the expansion of over 520 dead zones, oxygen, zo- oxygen less zones in the oceans. Uh, the runoff enters the waterways. It's nutrient rich, particularly, particularly with nitrogen, but also phosphorus and potassium. It's causing massive algal blooms to the untrained eye. They're green plants. People think, well, nothing of it. When those plants die and they decompose, they suck all or most of the oxygen out of the ocean. This is an epic crisis. And then let us move on and not forget to our glorious ancient forests, the the land lungs of the planet. They are being raised, the ancient forests, At 138 acres, every minute, 24-7, 365, much of that, Dane, is for animal agriculture. The elephant in the room, easily, and my bane uh, amongst all of us, is one word, subsidies. You take the subsidies away, and all of a sudden... Raising the forests, killing the oceans, and killing the atmosphere, it goes away. And it just, it, it, it's, it's a matter now of people coming to a stark conclusion. Either they're going to spend the last quarter of their lives enslaved to pharmaceutical medicines because they're poisoning themselves from eating animals. When we eat animals, the poisons in the animals, and, and we both know, we all know, the animals are, the farmed animals are given pharmaceuticals, not because they're sick, but because it's supposed to prevent them from being sick. Those, uh, uh chemicals are biomagnifying up the food chain into humans, in some cases, millions of times, and it, it, it is the gateway to becoming enslaved by chemicals. We know this. There's, there's more than half a century of uh, medical research that shows that plant-based diets are the, the way forward, and even more so, which is very exciting, we're now looking at people frugivores, people that are eating strictly fruit, and it's stunning. First of all, fruit is the highest vibrational food that we can eat. We know that those afflicted with cancer, when they go on a 60 or 90-day straight, straight grape, grapes-only diet, that it puts the even stage four cancer into remission. We know this, and, and it, it's incumbent because on top of all of what we've just discussed, we're in the midst, not just in California, not just in Portugal, not just in Spain, not just in Germany, not just in Australia or Canada, globally, I forgot to mention Brazil, the Amazon, the largest uh, rainforest, and the second largest rainforest in the Congo and Africa, If you saw a fire map, you would see that our planet is burning like it's never burned before. And here's the thing, Dr.
1: Halter. You can talk to people till you're blue in the face. And there is this disconnect because they look around them and it, even when they're in the fire, they don't want to necessarily connect the dots to their own behavior. And we're not blaming anybody who's a victim. Our hearts go out. We want to make sure that everybody understands that we're sensitive to the plight of those who've lost their homes. And, and there are people who have died. There's many people who have died. Um, and our hearts go out to them. But we're trying to offer a solution. We're trying to say that this isn't just natural disasters anymore. That these storms, these century storms, these 500-year storms, these wildfires are accelerating in intensity and frequency. And this is just the beginning. We are going to have an ecological collapse within a decade that is going to make what's happening now look like a tea party at Buckingham Palace. I mean...
4: Yeah, well, would we are you, in the midst you, of this, uh, an accelerating sixth mass And, and actually, say- we, we, have, we have a terrible, we've got a, a triple knockout situation. We have irrefutably, so, so everybody is entitled to their own opinions. I get that. But in science, not to put behind, but when I wear my science hat, scientists work uh, on facts. So we, we're fact-based. We make a mistake in science; we have a one st- strike, and you're out. You lose your job. Right. So, and Dr. So Holt, people we have need to understand go to a that. Life. But by the way, when they get in their cars and their homes, that's all science. So that seems to be uh, right. uh, fine for them. We we have these burning, these subsidized, climate destroying fossil fuels. We have the sixth mass extinction, which. In the oceans each year, Jane, somewhere between 10 and 100 trillion forms of life are being destroyed, and on top of that, and on top of that, we have 250 billion billion metric tons of man-made, long-lasting poisons being thrust into the biosphere. We're, we're I have to killing cut you off, Dr. Walter,
1: because we have to go to a break. But you have given us such insight with the facts. And we applaud you and love you for being one of those lone voices out there in the wilderness uh, who is who is talking about this. So if you want to hang on, we're going to go to a break, but we're remaining live on Facebook. Uh, stand by for a second. Thank you.
4: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
3: We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews.
4: Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. You are listening to jane unchained to reach the show today call in to 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 you may also send an email in to jane unchained news at gmail.com now back to the show
1: okay uh jane velez mitchell voice america influencers we always want to thank voice america for letting us talk about these issues that are essentially verboten on mainstream TV because look at the advertisers, Meat Dairy Pharmaceuticals, the very companies that would suffer if people woke up and realized we're destroying our planet with animal agriculture. We're here with Simone Reyes. When you saw the fires, uh, just describe what was happening to you internally while we bring in Lisa Carlin, who was also there uh, with us fighting the fires to give us a sense of, for those who are not directly impacted, it's coming your way in a grander scale. The planet is heating up. The waters are rising and warming. It's crisis time. It's time to wake up. Can well, you the
2: first that? thing that, is, uh, you know, that we were struck with was, first of all, the intensity of Mother Nature and how we are absolutely at her mercy. The way that the fires at one moment looked like they were on top of the hill, then we turned around as we were rescuing animals from various homes. It was literally behind us. Then the road that we got down, we wanted to turn around, go back for more animals at various houses, and the roads had been completely taken over by fire. There was nowhere to see. Uh, Our throats were completely, um, you know, on fire. Um, It was terrifying, and the only thing that we could think about was getting the animals out, making sure that people, obviously, were getting out, but more than that, How is it that this can get to a point where this is just not going to happen again? And what that comes down to
5: is living a plant-based life. I completely agree. And it's easy. Um, I I was so, so honored that Dr. Reese Halter was able to join us today because he is the voice of he is the voice of conservation as a former conservation biologist with MSNBC. I will tell you, as a food for life instructor with Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, I attend many of the plant based conferences for healthcare providers, and healthcare providers are now scrambling to attend these meetings. There's the Plantrician Project, there's Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine's annual meeting, there's the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. Collectively, these three organizations train approximately 3,000 healthcare providers Every single year, and I will tell you that every single one of them has sold out. They now need bigger venues to be able to handle more physicians. Why is that? It's because in mainstream medical, nursing, physician's assistant, nurse practitioner training, where the healthcare providers are learning about how to be providers? Because the pharmaceutical ind- and because the phar- pharmaceutical industry funds many of these programs, they're learning how to write pres- prescriptions, writing prescriptions for drugs that can be equally treated, in fact, better treated without side effects using plant-based nutrition as a guideline. I'm not saying that they're anti-drugs. There are times when drugs are appropriate, but the plant-based interventions should happen first and you can see, we see results. So now- uh, We're talking about climate change too, not just health. Right, but the the point about all of this is that if people begin to understand that our leading cause of death is heart disease and heart disease resulting from complications from obesity and diabetes, that this should be the reason why people turn to a plant-based diet. It is a better way to go. And we wanna get this message out. Now, physicians are reluctant But they do go to these meetings because their patients are coming to them and demanding that they know this information. So that's what's happening. And
2: thanks to social compassion and legislation, we are now going to be able to be offering by law
5: plant-based meals in hospitals and in prisons. Yes, because Senate Bill 1138 was signed about a month ago by Governor Brown. And it requires hospitals, nursing homes, and prisons to offer plant-based options to captive populations. That's great news, but we want to ask, we want to find the the magic formula to wake people
1: up when they see these fires and we're going to bring somebody in who, who experienced the floods and the hurricane, Hurricane Florence in the Carolinas. How do we wake people up to make them connected to what they're eating? They're holding barbecues for the people who lost everything while ignoring the fact that animal agriculture
5: is the reason why these things are getting worse. Yes. It's, uncons- it's absolutely unconscionable because it's the greenhouse gas emissions that come from raising livestock. That is the euphemism for raising farm animals. And it's these uh, greenhouse gas emissions that are the number two contributor more than three times all forms of transportation combined. It's a complicated concept. This doesn't come from us. This comes from the United Nations. Okay,
1: and uh, I would like to sit down for a second and say, everybody says it's so complicated. It's not that complicated. Climate change can be complicated. Methane can be complicated. But what's not complicated is that there is a finite amount of forests on this earth. Okay, And we are mowing down the forest to grow crops, not to feed us. Our carbon footprint inherently is not that big. We are 7.6 billion humans. It's to feed 74 billion land animals that we raise in institutional cruelty and kill every year. We have turned our planet into planet slaughterhouse. That's Philip Wolin, former banking executive turned philanthropist. He's the one who said it. We have turned our planet into planet slaughterhouse. And in the process, we are destroying all the forests. We are hitting a tipping point. And by destroying the forest, we are accelerating uh, mass extinction of animals in eight years. It is estimated we will have essentially zero wildlife vertebrates left on this planet, zero animals, wild animals with bones. The only place you'll be able to go to see a giraffe or a llama or a koala bear or a bear will be in zoos. Is this the kind of world you want to leave for your children? We've got a caller, Paige from Westlake Village. Paige.
6: Hi, good morning. Um Good morning. Yes, I'm calling, uh, I'm in one of the hot spots um, in Westlake Village, and man, it's been an intense uh, four days. And one of the things that happened when I was driving the streets yesterday, just looking at the devastation along the roads, my house was spared by our neighbors and the firefighters who worked tirelessly to save our neighborhood of about 50 houses. Um, I mean, the fire came right up to the to the backyard. But one of the things that I noticed were a lot of dead animals in the road. And along the road, and I saw foxes running, I saw some coyotes, I saw all these really scared wild animals running around, and I took a, a beautiful, um, uh, what was he, a little raccoon, he was big actually, and sort of scooched him off and put him on the side, because these animals, we we have inhabited these areas, right? And then we are now going beyond to create these factory farms that we're now factory farming the animals that we're eating. And so we're 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 it's just horrible what we're doing. You know, these fires are natural. They can be natural, right? If they're in the
1: natural but they're not entirely natural. They're essentially man made. And and by the way, when people say the forests were burning, in California um it's shrub. Okay, we were in Malibu. The shrub comes up this high, Mm -hmm. this high. So it wasn't a question of, oh, they didn't prune. Uh, There was plenty of pruning. No, it's the fact that it's all tinder. It's so dry. We're not getting the rain. There's changes to our climate. Well, well, what what, what
6: has now happened that that is a serious epidemic right now is that our water is not drinkable. I need to now boil my water to brush teeth and so does everyone in this area. So the point is that we're using the water to source out for agri- animal agriculture. And now when we need it for something like this, we don't even have drinking water, usable water. It's like nobody can that we're talking about. Animal that's
1: animal agriculture. In California, oh, we've got a drought. Don't water your plants. When we're the largest dairy state in the nation, and these animals drink hundreds of gallons of water. We... They're a huge, huge, um, the biggest use of water. Nobody talks about it. No. Oh, no, they'll talk about the almond farmers. I hate to say it, but it's we're being lied to. We are being lied to. Absolutely. So what I'm
6: finding difficult is I turn on the TV today to see the news, <laughs> just watch, to see what's happening locally because there's still hotspots spots and fire options in the area, right here, locally. And all I see are how they're going to be fixing up their turkey and they're, now they're talking about the other white meat, which is, which is hog, instead of calling it the actual pig that it is. It, so, I, I mean, it was, I couldn't even believe what I was watching these local shows. I know this is reality. I don't watch it. But, so what I'm struggling with, or what I'm noticing, what I, what I want to do is go talk to my people. The people who are in my communities now that are affected, and personally, being a vegan, I have a difficulty going from the person that I am that I know so much information and how do I then go talk to people? That's what I'm noticing because but now I literally because the water is affected, I feel
1: like I can make a bridge connection.
6: Well, here's you something see? you can say and this is
1: from Natural National Geographic. A vegan diet saves 500 gallons of water a day. Per person. Mm-hmm. Per person because that's how much animals consume. They consume water, they consume food, and they produce a lot of excrement. This is not brain surgery, we all know this. 74 billion animals are producing a lot of excrement, which is also polluting our rivers. I wanna bring in, Renee, I don't want to mispronounce your last name. That's Marinko name. Marinko, Marinko, Sit, uh, sit right here. Someone. No, uh, no, right, no. Sit right down, down right sit here. here. Here we go. Okay. okay. Now <laughs> tell us what you saw when you were in the Carolinas regarding Absolutely. the animals who had not only died in the factory farms but who escaped the factory farms.
7: Yes, I was down in North Carolina, and just remember, on September fifteenth is when Hurricane Florence hit the Carolinas. Uh, two months later what I saw and what I'm getting updated reports on is many pigs who were somehow escaped their their pens were washed miles in many different directions mainly west and south out of Jacksonville area and these pigs have been taking refuge in the woods and they are now very very thin emaciated sickly and because the temperatures have dropped they're very cold so Fortunately, the farmers have stopped looking for them. They were looking for them to count them as part of their inventory. They didn't care if they came back alive, but they wanted to be able to get reimbursed, both from insurance and from the state. So now that that has subsided, what would you do if you lived in this area? It's surrounded by these warehouses called CAFOs, which are the farm warehousing structures Jane asked me to say, what did I say? So let me take uh, explain that for a moment. Driving through this area of North Carolina, if you did not know what was behind these pristinely clean, shining silver aluminum warehouses, you would think, you might not even think about it at all, but I knew what was there. It's beautiful, it's flat, it's lush and it's green, even weeks after the hurricane. And yet there is no one around because these things are left to be on automatic feed. Wait, you're describing the warehouses I'm, themselves. I am. I'm describing the warehouses, but what starkly just uh, sent shivers through me as I was driving for two hours through this to get to Jacksonville, to get the area where I was going to meet some pigs I'll, bre- I'll tell you about in a second. I was aware that no one was around. No one but what was behind those walls is what has been documented by the, the brave uh, people who get what in there. Paint a picture of the warehouses, if you would. Absolutely pristine, silver. Are they giant? They white? They're ginormous. <laughs> They're silver. There's rows of them. They look like any huge industrial complex that you might see in Southern California or anywhere in the nation. You'd have no idea what was inside. The most stark one that I ever saw off the roadside was there was a home with a large playground for their children. And just about 100 feet behind that were about five warehouses lined up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, these kids are so desensitized to know that there is that persecution going on just behind them. So that saying, is what I are saw. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of pigs in these giant warehouses you have to spell it out because they don't absolutely have there are thousands and thousands of pigs inside and they are unable to move they are in their gestation crates they are unable to move and their tiny little children who might be next to them and might be crushed because if the pig moves there is no one there to monitor or be involved most of the time so with that said it was a stark chilling reality if you're for me to drive 2 hours i was there to follow up on a story and realize What did I see coming down the road in that two hours? Eleven transport trucks with beautiful young, approximately six months old is when they go to slaughter, young pigs packed in transport on their way to slaughter. Eleven trucks in under two hours just broke my heart. Many of them dying in transport.
1: Well, what what would you say to Americans? What do we need to wake people up? You're Americans. You're Americans. You're taxpayers. You have jobs. You work. You know, some people say to us, get a job when (laughs) we say this. You you I'm on my
7: way to a job. This is my professional outfit. I'm dropping by. I, I support myself. I'm a real estate agent. And we all find ways to make this primary and we find a way to fund our lives. And I love making it work. So get a job. Well, let me ask you this. What if you lived in the heart of this particular area? near Jacksonville. And what you knew was there were survivors from this hurricane two months later that were out in the woods. And because what? hunting practice- Animals? animals pigs, survive. pig survivor pigs. Thank you, Jane, for your help. Survivors who were, you know, understand this hurricane engulfed this area. These pigs somehow were washed miles from where they were kept and are still alive without food and not only that, It is hunting season now in the area. It is fun for the hunters to use them as target practice. So rescuers like you and me who do have jobs and are just trying to respond to the tragedy around them are out there. These pigs are coming out of the woods, emaciated, cold, because the weather is, the temperatures are dropping. They have found pigs shot, used for, not for food, but for target practice because it is allowed in North Carolina and they are sickly. So one, one rescuer in particular and her husband, they responded and they are doing everything they can. May I go ahead and give that information?
1: Uh, I uh, guess, we'll I we'll post that later. So
7: um, if you, uh, Erica, her name, Erica Lovato, if you go to her Facebook page or the NC42 Save, that is an additional story that I reported on when I was down there. Um, here's another practice. Is this okay, America? Did you know? That sometimes these pigs, these baby pigs, are not deemed good enough to grow to fatten with all of that water and food Jane was talking about. So they killed the baby piglets who are sickly in some way, and they gassed them. If you look, if you were to see anything about gassing, it is a horrific death. Fortunately, the forty-two of these a farmer negotiated a surrender, not for money. But these rescuers were able to take these 42. And that was the story I went to report on.
1: You showed them.
7: I did show them. them. They They
1: were adorable. They were. And
7: and I also showed the tumors on them, you guys. America, this is what you're eating. There are still tumors of the ones we see when I go to vigils. But these weren't going to get fat enough quick enough. So they were deemed not good product. And they were sent to be gassed. Fortunately, Fortunately, and this is very rare, these were rescued. So we've got people like you and me who have jobs who are saying, I've got to respond. Now, this particular family has been known in the area, and these other pigs who survived the hurricane two months ago, they've been out there for two months in the woods. They're coming out of the woods desperate, and Erica and her rescuing crew are getting the calls, can you take these on? So that's what America, that's when we dig in and we connect with our compassion. They live in the heart of this. I don't know why, but they do. They are not part of the industry. But can you imagine? So you can be of help if this story in any way is compelling to you. Go to NC42Save on Facebook or Erica with a K Lovato and watch what people like you can do in their community. That's what she's doing. Go vegan. That's the best thing that you can do. Do What What would you say, Renee, to America? You have a chance to talk to people. What would you say to wake them up? Absolutely. Here it is. You know what? I want to empathize with you. I grew up with all of it. I'm 52 years old, so I know what it is to eat every kind of food that was put in front of me, hot dogs, cereals, sugar, sugar, more sugar, more meat, packaged meat, you name it. I loved it. I love food. I get it. My compassion was marketed out of me. There are no happy cows. None of that. Did you notice all of this? personification, these making animals happy on packaging, we've been so lied to in every way. And every one of you has as much compassion as any of us wacky animal activists. We're not. Wait, wait, wait. I'm saying that to say it's easy to call us wacky. You know what we are? We have connected to our compassion. And we're incredibly beautiful. I'm 52. Don't I look great? I got to tell you, there's so many great things that come with the healing and the alignment. I just connected with my compassion. And so what I would say is all you need to do, if you're threatened, if this scares the crap out of you to change your life, know that we have all gone before you. And on the other side of it is a boldness, is a connectedness, is an empowerment. You have more compassion than you realize. You have more power than you realize. And let me tell you, it's, 2018 and if you're worried about losing out on food there is so much amazing oh my gosh there's so much great food you gain you, you gain, gain so you that's what weight, i would say you
2: gain health and you gain the
7: ability to look at yourself in the mirror and say i caused no harm today you know what i am not in the shame game because it's not effective but i am into guilt guilt is great <laughs> i love guilt guilt motivates me understand you like jane said at the beginning of this particular show you do know there's far more information that we've ever had about what is happening behind those closed doors. See, we didn't know for so long, but it is barbaric. And just place your dog, your cat, your bunny, your bird, your child in any of these conditions, horrific conditions that you now know about. And then you can turn to any of us and we've been there. And all you got to do is start today. Cut it out today. And that's what I would say to you. We need a new world. And it begins with your plate and your shopping. And if not, it's so on you. And I hope you feel like crap. I really feel that pain, feel the guilt. I did. Go ahead and cry. It makes you a warrior. Tears. And I know you're afraid of seeing these stories because it hurts so much. But you know what? It is my superpower. I cry all the time, and I'm not worried about it. It moves through me, and then I'm empowered. So that's what I would say, Jane. You awesome.
1: are. Let's give her a round of applause. Okay. Thank you, Renee. You're welcome. And she's one of our Jane Unchained contributors, as is Lisa Carlin. And uh, we are here with Simone Reyes. And uh, thank you for letting me uh sort of guide you there because I I wanted to make sure people know when you're talking about survivors, you're talking about these pigs who are roaming around in the forest then being used for target practice after everything they've been through. We're better than that. Um, I have to say that we are at a turning point. The reason why we're doing this special report today and we're getting so many comments on Facebook uh, and please share, if you ever see me looking down, it's because I'm sharing it to other people. We have to wake America up. The clock is ticking. Simone, we know there's a lot of change happening. I mean, uh, frankly, we've got, we just had a vegan cryptocurrency, Vegan Nation is launching. We've got a vegan Amazon, Billion Vegans is launching. We've got the fastest growing sector of the food, industry is veganism we've got major meat companies knowing that this is not sustainable it's not sustainable uh just put it on on yeah it's not sustainable that they know that something has got to change but the consumer has to lead the way and it's it's really up to you it's up to you now sometimes people say oh well i'm just one person But every single person who makes this decision not only saves hundreds of animals a year, maybe even thousands, Mm -hmm. you know, that fast food hamburger you eat Mm -hmm. is processed meat from many different sources. It can contain the body parts of hundreds of animals, hundreds of cows in that one hamburger, especially when there's alternatives like beyond meat burgers, impossible food burgers, Gardein, all of these products. You can, you can be a hero simply by changing your diet and that, 20% that's still animals just bring it down to zero. What would you say? It's easy. It makes you
2: feel better. It makes you look better. It will actually affect climate change in a way that you will not be feeling this overwhelming sense of what is happening in the world. I've heard this saying so many times from so many people over the last, you know, year, how is this happening? What is going on with mother nature? Like, Like it was some big mystery, you know, like everybody had pissed off the universe and we have, yes, humans have pissed off the universe. We are now receiving the wrath of mother nature that is coming from climate change. And we are the only ones that can change it. So all you have to do is go and change the way that you live. And guess what? You will feel better, you will look better, and you will be able to sleep better at night because this is a global problem. The United Nations has asked people to please go vegan, to please up their, um, their consciousness on what is happening. But unfortunately, right now, they have not been able to make it illegal. So it has to be voluntary. It has to be voluntary. People saying, yes, I'm ready to change. I'm ready to make the change. I'm ready to start saving the planet, my health and the animals. We don't care how you get there. You can get there because of selfish reasons because you want to look better, you know, physically. We don't care if you get there because you, you know, you're afraid of having your house burned down. We don't care if you get there because you feel for animals and you're tired of being part of the problem and not part of the solution. Doesn't matter to us. We've got science on our side. So anything that you do to make you feel like you are at the point where you are ready to change your life and everybody else's life on this planet for the better and go plant-based, we are there. The support system is available and ready to help you. It's easy and it's wonderful.
1: All right, and we're going to bring in... Uh, Lisa Carlin again.
2: And I, I just
5: wanted to say, you know, it, this is not such a monumental task. All we have to do is just look at your mainstream grocery stores. Here in California, we have Ralph's and Vaughn's and Albertson's. And I can say even five years ago, when you go to the refrigerated dairy section, it used to be almost entirely dairy animal-based milks. And now more than 50% are plant-based milks. Now the dairy industry is producing plant-based milks, and I think that's great because we need to make this pivot. We need to make this shift. And the thing is, when we start demanding plant-based options, veggie burgers, impossible burgers, and now you can get impossible burgers at so many burger joints that are traditionally um, Serving animal-based burgers, the market responds. The market is very sensitive to these changes. So we need everybody, when you go to a mainstream grocery store, when you go to a non-vegan restaurant, so many restaurants now offer... Vegan options to have, have a to. vegan menu. So we need to order that. And I think it's important to support the vegan restaurants, but it's also important to bring your non-vegan friends to a non-vegan restaurant and order something vegan because the market will respond.
2: Because let's face it, all these people and children aren't lactose intolerant. They're not baby cows. That's the problem. So as soon as people realize what the issues are, they're
5: easy to fix. Yeah, it is, and we'll be healthier.
1: Yeah. So, uh, thank you for that, Lisa Carlin, and she, and Simone, and myself, and Renee. We're not just sitting here. We've been in the fire zone. We've uh, Renee was in, flew to the Carolinas. Um, so we're we're putting our money where our mouth is. And, you know, and it's, yeah, actually we were told at one point, (laughs) get out or you're not going to be able to drive out of this area. And uh, there was a wall of smoke. I mean, it's terrifying. And uh, you know, we can't have it both ways. We can't say, Oh, Well, humans are too powerless to really affect the environment. Oh, but we're so powerful, right? We can control the environment. No, we have to have respect for the environment. We have to have respect for nature. And we have to realize that nature is a gift. It's not just something that we can use and throw away like trash. And every, I stopped using paper towels. Okay, we have them for emergencies. We have one. When I see a paper towel, I think of a tree. I use it in emergencies, but I don't use it normally. And um, guess what? I've saved $1,300 a year, and I've saved a lot of trees. So we can make small decisions, but the biggest decision you can make is really to stop eating animals and their byproducts. You know, uh, I had somebody yesterday, a friend of mine said, well, the, I just, I'm just I'm reducing, but just cheese. I can't give up cheese. Ugh. I'm going to bring her a gift bag of vegan cheeses. Uh, Miyoko's, Treeline, Deya, Chow, Follow Your Heart. Uh, the list is long and it's getting longer every day. You like yogurt? There's silk yogurt, which is made from uh, plant-based. It, it's healthier for you. It's healthier for the planet. And And seriously, as we wrap up, this is just starting. It's going to get a lot worse. Wow. We are at the tipping point. It is time to wake up. Please don't get mad at us. We are people who are going into a house that's on fire and saying, wake up. The house is on fire. Don't get mad and say, oh, you're yelling. You're talking too loud. No, that's not the appropriate response. The appropriate response is, oh, bleep, the house is on fire. Our house, our planet is going to go up in flames. We're going to destroy all the wildlife and we're all going to go You know, there have been extinctions before. This, when you talk extinction, you're not just talking animals, okay? We can ruin this planet and make it unlivable. That is a fact. And the thing that's ruining it is animal agriculture. So just cut it out for your own sake and for the sake of the planet. Thank you so very much for joining us. And thanks again, Voice America influencers, for letting us, Speak and tell the story that is not being told by mainstream media because they are controlled by their advertisers. Meat, dairy, pharmaceuticals. Do the math, connect the dots. Go vegan. Thank you.